So God's desire right now toward you, and, and the you here is singular, is he wants to make himself one with you. He doesn't want there to be a gap. He wants to make himself one with you. Paul wrote about this, 1 Corinthians 6, 17. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. And he also wants to make you one with him. You are still you. You have the characteristics God intended. But now, God himself in Christ as the spirit is living in you and is one with you to work himself into you as your constitution so that you spontaneously live him as you're living your human life. God is shining out of you. This is what he wants. So first, we have the matter of being one with God. Now, let's consider something. In 1 Timothy 6, Paul says God dwells in unapproachable light. If he dwells in unapproachable light, then how can he be one with us? How can we be one with him? If we try to approach, we'll be incinerated, right? We'll be smoke. Well, that is God in his unique Godhead. Well, God knows in his nature, he is unapproachable light. So this is God's procedure. He would put the light into a lamp, an L-A-M-P. And the lamp, the L-A-M-P, is a lamb, L-A-M-B. This we see in Revelation 21. God the light in itself is unapproachable, but he wants to be approachable. He wants us to have access to him. He wants to have access to us. So he embodies the light in a lamp. That's the lamb. Now, I don't know on the category of phobias, if someone has lambophobia, I never heard of someone being frightened by a little lamb, a little lamb. But anyway, the lamb makes the light so pleasant. So the lamb is Jesus, God incarnate. So he comes to the earth. And some religious people bring to him out of bias, you will see, a woman caught in adultery. According to the law, they should have brought both the man and the woman. But because they were anti-woman, really, and inhumane, and partial, and biased, and prejudiced, they only, they only brought the woman. They let the man go. And they said, Moses said, she should be killed. What do you say? So he wrote on the ground. We don't know what he wrote. Then he said, he who has, who's, he was without sin, cast the first stone. And beginning with the oldest down to the youngest, they left. Then just the woman and the Lord were together. He said, who condemns you? 
no one, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. Then he said, I am the light of the world. This is how the light comes. What, what kind of embarrassment, what kind of shame to be caught like that, brought by a horde of religious bigots wanting to see you stoned to death and the light in the lamb, as the lamp, is there shining gently on you, loving you, saying, you're forgiven, don't sin anymore. I'm the light, I'm the truth, the truth will set you free. Well, that was in his incarnation. That was 2,000 years ago. But through his death and resurrection, he became not only the glorified Christ with a resurrected body on the throne, he became the life-giving spirit who enters into our spirit with all that he is. And we know from Proverbs 20, 27, that the human spirit is the lamp of the Lord. So the Lord comes into the lamp as the light and he sets on, he enlightens us in our inner being. Right now, all of us that are regenerated, there's a light glowing deep inside of us. Amen. And this is the formerly unapproachable God becoming not only approachable, but enterable. We can be one with him, he can be one with us. And what's in his heart is gradually to remove all the hindrances in us, to his being absolutely mingled with us and one with us. And the more we're one with him, oh, we have certain kind of inner senses, a, an unshakable peace, an indescribable joy, to be just one, with the triune God and have the realization, now, Lord, I spontaneously make a decision. I will live the rest of my life for your purpose. Your purpose is mine. No matter what I'm doing outwardly in the stage of my human life, I'm a student, a graduate student, I just got married, I just became a grandpa, I'm in good health, I'm in bad health, whatever it is, whatever situation I'm in. You gave me this day. Today is for your purpose. I live for your purpose.